0: Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to All Day Real. I'm Danielle. And I'm Kyle. So I don't know if anybody actually got to get their ticket or got hyped about it, but Woodstock was about to do like a weirdo back from back then to now and kind of do an anniversary of Woodstock. Oh, really? They were. I missed out that on this. Awesome. So. We said they were. They were. Okay. That's a strong word. It is. Why
1: are we saying were? Did they not do it?
0: Well, the thing is, is that. There was not enough, I guess, exposure. Or what was going on, or payments, or something like that, and they canceled uh, it. Oh wow! So all these bands that were ready to fly in and do the like re, um, this anniversary of Woodstock are all now up for grabs. Wow! So whoever was actually going to be there for Woodstock now, there's actually a lot of places that are like, hey, you're going to be here anyway. Who want to perform here? You know you do. No, you do. It's Woodstock. It Again. is. Again. but In they're your not lifetime. Exactly. And then they closed it out. And there's a lot of festivals. I've wow. noticed that there are things like that that are starting to trickle down that way. Um, they're not getting the exposure. A lot of the people that could enjoy it are now getting older. Yeah. And a lot of the kids who would hear something like that or any other major festival that is a yearly one, Music Fest, and so on and so forth. Um, you know, there's a bunch of them that are, that were at the highlights when we were younger that are not so highlighted now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm honestly thinking in my head, I'm going, well, a lot of the kids are doing their own thing. They did it for X, Y, and Z. And now they're in college at this point, or they have a family of their own. So... My big issue is with all of that is, again, this is a culture thing. This is a environment where here, even you've seen there, from where you were to here, there's actually a lot more going on.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely.
0: Um, you know, and none of the people that I at least know, even though we appreciate the music, Really don't want to spend that four day or that week at a festival yeah. if it's going to be not their mojo of music.
1: Yeah, it's just a huge time to commit to that. I agree. I think, and like you were saying, like you know, there was there was a time in like a culture of people and an age group where like that was what they did. Like festivals were were that whole time. We still kind of have things like that now, like Burning Man and like Lollapalooza. I don't know if around anymore, but um, if it isn't, it just ended recently. Um, where well, they're they, like
0: that And they also just closed um, What did they just close in Philly That did all the music festivals They just closed one of the major ones down
1: hmm.
0: It was like Where the Philadelphia Music Festival was And things like that They just closed that all down So talking about like
1: well, well, welcome America
0: No that, That's going
1: on still
0: Yeah, no, that's still going on But there was one in Philly That you It was next to the pier Kind of thing Where okay. all the festivals would be Like yeah. all the major ones They just shut it down so there went oh
1: wow there went that venue there
0: went that venue wow that's the other thing too venues are not getting the money to either keep up the property pay the bills there's churches closing down now too on top of that yeah can't justify it Mm mhm and it's a, a shame it is a shame and that's what I was thinking it's such a shame that all these things when we were growing up were big yeah
1: And they are outlets for people to congregate at too. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's how you get out of the house and you go places. But I guess, yeah, I guess with the rise of things being so accessible and from your house people, it's, it's harder and harder to sell people on that.
0: Yep. I mean, look at all the uh, stores that have been closing too, because online shopping. Yeah. Online shopping has really made it so convenient that you can now also get your grocery stores, uh, groceries delivered to you from the grocery store. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you don't have to leave your house anymore. Mm -hmm. And in an aspect, for me, I still like going out of my house and grocery shopping. Not because of the fact of it's not always convenient. It's really not always convenient with my schedule. But I just like going out. Like, I want to make sure that when I bring home my eggs, they're not going to be cracked from a truck. That's true. Like, it, there's just certain and like, things. And like, there's things like parish
1: rules and stuff like that, too. hmm But also, like, I find, too, like, if there's something, like... It is really convenient to find things online when you know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. When you don't know what you're looking for, that's why the stores are still awesome.
0: Exactly. See, I always thought online, growing up anyway, like, online shopping, like, what my grandmother would do, like, the QVC nights. Yeah. You know, like, that was one thing. And I liked the idea of the grocery shopping being delivered for people who have actual disabilities, who can't physically do it. Oh yeah,
1: that's amazing for them.
0: That always made sense to me. Mm-hmm. But somebody my age going, well, you know, I got lazy and I, you know, I didn't feel like grocery shopping, so I just ordered everything and it came to my house in an hour. Yeah. What'd you do in that hour? <laughs> that you are waiting for the truck to come with your groceries. Yeah. Like, no, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> fathom that. I honestly, I can't accept that. It's a whole other level of just, just I'm going to sit at home
1: and this is all going to, I'm just going to just let it happen. And
0: this is where the obesity rises in America. Yep. We have everything at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. There is no point now to go shopping. There's no point to go grocery shopping. To get up. Yeah, there's no point. Get active. Nope. The thing that keeps me active, besides, like, my daily stuff, is also my kids' activities. Yeah. I have to get out of the car and get my kids to clubs. I have to get out of my car and pick them up. I have to
1: yeah.
0: get out of my house. They and They have co- to be
1: there, so you have to be there
0: with Exactly. Them. Take them there. Exactly. You know? And that is, like... And this is where I'm saying, like, this is why obesity is rising. I mean, granted, though... A lot of restaurants have been changing their portions to help and things like that. But I mean like we just lost another really good restaurant in Montgomeryville. The Macaroni Girl. Oh uh, yeah. They just closed. I'm like, what is going on?
1: Yeah.
0: Everything is so convenient. And now all these <sighs> venues are shutting down because everything's too convenient. Everything is too convenient. That yeah. we're losing really good foundations that we have been raised on. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to see that. Mm -hmm. I can't just take my kids anywhere now to go listen to music at a festival unless it's First Fridays around here. Yeah. I mean, though, too, like, I think if they just... I don't think it's a complete
1: extension, though. I think it's the end of the really long festivals, the the multiple-day festivals, where you can commit all that time to being away from... Whatever you want because that to people is not convenient anymore Mm. but i think you know having them on one day having people also giving people that exclusivity of being like this is the festival but just happens one day i think if they keep things like that it'll get people to still come out especially when the weather's nicer
0: i even agree with just even a two-day because like what if you're working on a saturday but you have off that sunday you know what i mean like but, people, I, but I
1: but I agree people won't be coming
0: for the multiple day things. Like yeah, this. nobody's gonna go there for the whole week to see the same thing every single day. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like what you and I even talk about. If you if you do a show or performances, like you have to keep it lively. Yep. Or you're gonna start you losing. You got spread out too.
1: They say for musicians, like the worst thing you could do, like, tours aside, because tours are different locations. But mm-hmm. like, to be in the same area and, and gigging, it's really hard to get people to come out if they keep saying you're playing like very very regularly psychologically they're just gonna be like, oh well I can see you anytime so I'm going to do it when it works for me that mm-hmm. they end up never coming out uh, or it's, it's it it and you
0: have people. to advertise yourself right yeah you true. do that's the other thing too which I which you and I have had many conversations on mm-hmm. if you're coming out with four new songs put that in your advertisement like come on out and listen to yep our upcoming album like here c- are yeah. a couple songs I'm offer. releasing
1: songs from our new album like just mm-hmm. this is why you should come out because this time against the other times is different and mm-hmm. it's different because we've got new songs to showcase exclusive opportunity to hear things that you haven't heard any other time because mm-hmm. that's your other option too is, is basically the why it's yeah. like why should I come out why should I come out again mm-hmm. and yeah. I think festivals are trying to figure that out too how to Justify
0: that why? Yeah, especially over
1: multiple days.
0: Yeah, well, it's also the definite of the three Ws: the what, when, and why's. Mm -hmm. Not really the, and sometimes even the how, Mm -hmm. like the means of it. Like, can I afford the whole week? Yeah. You know, some of these festivals have allowed people to do not the full week or maybe not the overnights, but then you get like a three-day pass or the four-day pass. But you really have to make it worth their money. Yeah. Some of these tickets are like five hundred for the whole week or yeah. higher, depending on what, depending on what their lead line is. Yeah. the The headliners and their entertainment. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And some Agreed. of these people want to bring their families. So, what's the kids' entertainment? Because I want to make sure my kids are going to have fun and be safe. And be safe, exactly. So yeah, I mean, all these major venues that I've grown up on are starting to now diminish. Oh, cool. Yeah. And. You know, it's even. It, I guess to me, it's just one of those heartfelt things. Like, oh man, I wish this was still going on. Okay, well, it's not, but. Yeah,
1: the level there is a level of nostalgia, which is why I thought Woodstock was going to work. Um,
0: for that. And but a lot hard- of people were excited yeah, yeah. for it. They were all excited for it. It just didn't didn't work out. Just did not work out. So I mean, it was one of those things. It's just, it was a shame because it, I. I forget exactly how many years it would have been, but it was, like, this, like, X amount of year's anniversary of Woodstock. And what some people don't understand is that Woodstock did do a huge impact to the people.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's the other thing, too. We're not getting that. We're not in that world that our grandparents and parents were in where all the major changes were happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my mom was born in 58, and then 63, Kennedy was shot. Like, she didn't really get the whole gist of that.
1: And the huge, like, civil rights and all that. Exactly. Very, cha- very much, like, changing the landscape of society. Like, I, yeah, like, those festivals had a huge symbolic thing then. hmm
0: And that's what festivals used to be. They used to be having meaning. Yeah. Now it's, alright, come out to our festival, listen to some music, yeah. have some beer, and hang it's out with friends. It's another summer.
1: Here are the people we're doing.
0: Yeah, you know, Which and... Which is fine,
1: but, I mean, it's hard to sell... As many people as you need to on that, and you're only get, you're only gonna get the people who are like, oh, I love this festival. The regulars or the ones that can still justify coming back every year.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, if you
1: really want to expand it, like we said, like you have to. It's the why. It's like the convenience of it, the mm-hmm. what, and the and the when.
0: Yeah, and like I said too, sometimes the how is a big thing because yeah. if you don't get that early bird like special ticket prices, you're not gonna be able to afford it when it's on top of it. Yeah. You know, and that's even the same with anything. I mean, you it can be not just a festival, but it, it's also the cons and all these events that are going on that yeah. cost.
1: Sometimes the dollar amount is a huge commitment for people, mm-hmm. and they hate the idea of committing to that.
0: Yep. Especially if you have a job that you don't know what your schedule is going to be. Oh, yeah. And then you put out the money. You have no control over it, too, yeah. And then you get denied your time off, and now you have to sell those tickets to somewhat make that money back. Yeah. And not everybody's going to buy, because again it's it's the means the means is always going to be more important than the reasoning yeah until we start finding ways to make things happen again with a reason with a purpose you know
1: also something i didn't even think about was like a lot of shows like so if you want to see a band or something you can almost always see their live Mm -hmm. their live show later on youtube or vimeo or one of those platforms like it's just it's really everything's still accessible so, at the same time, that kind of lets people to, like, justify, oh, well, maybe, you know, if this isn't really something I can't commit to, and I'm nervous about the potential of being denied time off, like you were saying, like, it's just gonna be up online anyway. I can easily see yeah. it later. Facebook, all of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. It's really, really a shame.
1: Uh, I, hope, I hope I hope the decline is a wake up call to mm-hmm. the to the ven to the venue managers to be like all right this isn't working anymore whoever we had this you know marketed to before it's a different it's a different group of people now mm-hmm. you know it's it's not you can't just go off of the times and people wanting to get out yeah. and away from their everyday
0: you have to make it worth it
1: mm-hmm. so they need to find a different way to do that. And like I said, you know, maybe not looking at it like it has to be a a multi-day thing, something like you were saying, two days even, so that there's more accessibility for people to come, that they can't make it one day, but not sucking people into the idea that they need to buy this whole package. Yep. Because that's tough for them, too.
0: It is. And I mean, like, there's other, like, we still have our Renaissance Fairs and things like that, and I know the Pennsylvania one recently changed our story. A couple years ago, from Elizabeth the First to King Henry the Eighth, which was a nice change because every year that I've gone, even when I was a kid, was always Elizabeth the First. Oh well. You know, so that was many, many, many years of that. Yeah. And now they finally changed it to King Henry the Eighth with the That's first cool. Queen Queen uh, Queen of Aragon of Spain. So I mean, like, there's those things too that we have to look into, but again, though, I'm only gonna go one day. Mhm. And it's not because I don't love the Runfair. I love timepieces, and I'm very much into the Tudor history. But I know if I go the next day, it's the same exact act that I saw the day before. It's still the same chess game that you've seen for the last 30 years. Yep. It's the same big-ass turkey leg that you can get every single year, which I will say, though, you must have one of them. <laughs> you will be full for the entire day, and you can literally walk around everywhere with it and just eat it, and it's not even an issue. Like, everybody's just like, "Yeah, you've got the turkey leg. Judgment-free. Yeah. If anything,
1: it's a sign of respect.
0: It is. It really is. And you have to walk around with your ale with your turkey leg, like, or just that. And that's when people start looking at you like, where's your booze? Yeah. We're missing something here. We are. You will be missing something. So, yeah. But, I mean, like, at least they realized that people were seeing the same thing now they're finally changing the storyline. Like, there's a lot going on with that, which, again, I give mad props to. But... You know, you and I have been discussing about going together and doing some events together. Mm-hmm. Even even if it's just me doing photography or him doing sound. But we're also thinking about starting up an actual event coordination type thing together. Where we can actually plan events and yeah. as well. You know, and at least with us, that's limitless. Because yeah. there are a thousand themes. There's a thousand ideas. There's millions of options that we can always test to. Yep. Yeah. You know. But at the same time, too... Unless we're actually putting on the event and being paid for that specific event, we're most likely going to be working with clients that want X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You know? And yes, we can still be creative and we can still put our twist to it. We're ultimately fulfilling what they need, though. Yeah. So. Which is fine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it'll pay our bills. I'm fine with this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but ultimately, it's it goes back to the same thing. They're in control of deciding how engaging they're going to be to people to get people out.
0: And what people also don't understand is when you you hire event coordinators or wedding planners or Mm -hmm. things like that, our job is to make sure your day goes smooth, but make sure you don't overthink it or underthink it and find that nice medium, that wonderful medium that is going to make sure that people are intact. Yeah.
1: That's an awesome experience, and it's not an impossible thing to pull off. It doesn't lead
0: to disaster and is enjoyable for everyone. And big thing is you're not in debt. Yep. You want to walk away with something. Even if it's 20 extra dollars that you may have made. Even if it's 20 or 50. Obviously we all want to hear the thousands and the hundreds and things like that. But depending you never know due to weather, especially in Pennsylvania. Mother Nature's yep. drunk and you wake up one day it's cold, the next day it's ninety degrees, and then tonight it'll be like in the forties, it's fine. Yep. <laughs> um it's the usual. and maybe tomorrow it'll be snowing. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's the other thing too. Like everybody has to take all these outdoor events. Right now Mother Nature's really taking a toll on. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been an interesting twist, I think, in the last year with everything that's supposed to be planned and then they've getting been canceled vinny venue's been closed, buildings are closing left and right as well. A lot of bars, a lot of restaurants, things like that. Yep. It's try to keep up with the times that don't exist. Yeah. It's the it's
1: the uh, ability to access. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They have it's it's harder to justify why people need to leave their house. Which is kind of weird, because you'd think, as being people, we would get even more sick of being inside, but...
0: Not if you're... Not at, though... Like, if in reality, people my age and your age, they've been raised on the video games. They have been raised on the streamings. They have been raised on that whole indoor aspect. Yeah. So they don't see the need like you and I do. Like, I need to leave my house. Mm-hmm. Like, there are four I walls. I can't eat
1: here anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's four walls. I've stared at them all day. Now they're closing in. I'm taking a walk. Or I'm getting out. They're like, oh, I'm just going to play a different video game. Or, oh, I'm just going to watch Netflix. Or, oh, yeah. I have Hulu. Or, hey, oh, I got to eat. I'm going to do Uber Eats and I'm going to get some McDonald's. Yeah. Or Grub Eats for an actual restaurant. You can li- grab an Uber are completely different, by the way. Uber Eats is more of the fast food, either things like that, and they now are starting to pick up more restaurants, but if you do Uber Eats... Or Grubhub? Or Grubhub. Yeah, sorry, Grubhub. You can get one from, like, the White Tavern in another area. Oh, wow. It's like...
1: It's like Fancy Eats.
0: Yeah, so, like, literally, you can get a fancy meal, pay way more than what it's worth, to just have somebody deliver it because you don't want to leave. It's you can or you can order it and wait in the mobile line at Applebee's. You or McDonald's or Burger King or anywhere else. Yeah. They have you can order it online and drive up Park and then they bring out your order.
1: I think the craziest thing was when I was in like Scottsdale, Arizona in October and the McDonald's out there they had the um like the big tower like things. Like so when you go inside there's these big like T V screen things and they're like as tall as a person. Like, and you just go up to them, and it's like, this giant, like, touchscreen panel.
0: Our Domino's does it. Oh, yeah, yeah? You can walk into Domino's and order your food right there on the touchscreen. Yeah, not and talk not to a single person.
1: It's crazy.
0: And I'm just, like, but... It, I, yeah. I don't know. I still need human interaction. Yeah. Like, physical, like, not over my... Like... And that's why, like, some people are like, hey, text me. And I'm like, you know what? I know I'm going to call you because I need to actually hear a voice. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've, I've been trying to change that more. I've been trying to call people to actually talk to them. Yeah. Granted, it might be inconvenient, but at least they're nice not to tell me. But, I mean, like, I actually want to have a conversation with somebody. I don't want to have texting where I might put down my phone and then I don't answer you for 25 minutes. Like, yeah. I want the phone here. <laughs> I want to hear a conversation. Plus, if it's also important, like, why would I text it to you and then be, like, waiting there for four hours, and now that four hours is off?
1: Yep. Thanks. <laughs>
0: it's
1: the access.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's the access. So, I mean, like, it is what it is at some points, but other points, I'm just like, I'd rather literally be on my phone, yakking with a friend.
1: hmm that's the changing times, and that's why, like, the festivals are running into this problem. Mm-hmm. everything else around them is so convenient and this still has to they, they need to stay the same which to some degree it has to because it's outside you can't really change that structure a lot
0: no but you can at least change your out, you can change your outlay of it yeah. Can instead of having the food trucks over to the right you can now maybe sprawl them out throughout the whole thing where everybody can actually see the festival yep you know, you can have your entertainment... Maybe instead of having all entertainment in one spot, have entertainment in different spaces. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a way to use your space. Yeah. It's just how you do it. It's however you would do it.
1: That's a shame about Woodstock. Mm-hmm. It really isn't the time for it anymore. I mean, if it, would, it would be nothing like it was when it came out mm-hmm. in New York forever ago, but... It's just it might not be the right might not be the right time for it.
0: And that's the thing though, I just thought it was really cool that somebody finally went, Hey, you know what, we're gonna celebrate Woodstock for what Woodstock was. Oh yeah. Like that to me was like, okay, you have a reasoning. Yep. We're celebrating an anniversary of something that potentially did some good for us.
1: Yep. At a huge turning point in history.
0: Mm hmm. But I guess like at the same point though too, I mean, I would love for you know, people from the historian figures that we've been led by that changed us to actually come out and maybe redo some of their family speeches. Yeah. Some of the presidency's uh, um, inaugurations that actually made people think like Kennedy's and another one that all of a sudden I can't think of. Um, it would be nice to hear somebody from Martin Luther King's family redo, I have a dream on in front of the Lincoln. Yeah. You know, it, it's bringing back that history for people to understand what we really stand for.
1: Yeah.
0: As a reminder. As a, yeah, exactly. Like, I was actually going to say this to you, too. Like, I want to bring this over just for you to watch this one clip of this one show. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, a college student goes, what makes America great? One person, ended, uh, one person answered with freedom and equality, and the other one said, um... Freedom, 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 or whatever. And I forget that, it was it's Daniel something. He played the lead, if you guys have kids, it's the lead of 101 Dalmatians Live and stuff like that. Um, and he was like, you know, oh, and the one guy also answered with diversity. So they're like, well, what do you think? He goes, freedom and diversity. Yep, that's it. That's why we're great. And they're like, no, we want a real solid answer from you. <coughs> and he goes, um... Uh, and then he finally goes America's not great America is not great anymore Mm -hmm. he goes we're like 8th in illiteracy we're this in infant mortality and like he just goes through this huge list and he goes off he's like you know instead of fighting each other we used to fight for each other if your neighbor needed a shirt you took the shirt off your back and he handed it to him with no questions asked and it was just this, like, really awesome, phenomenal thing. And the show's called The Newsroom, by the way, guys. Like, this is a really huge thing to actually listen to. Um, I, When I first heard it, I that I literally wrote to my husband. I was like, we need to watch this. And he was like, what is it? I was like, it's called The Newsroom. And he was like, what's it about? And I was like, I have no idea. But I was like, the opening monologue is a phenomenal thing phenomenal thing to hear um I can play a quick seven minute preview of it for everybody
2: Sharon is a very funny woman, but she has less faith in American individualism than Hang on. I do. I have oh, wait a plenty second. By the way, minutes. when did I, I ever didn't express any say lack of and faith? never said that Barack Obama was a socialist? Seriously. What I said and what I have no, always you said, are said paying is You're me to the the are, Monday morning that no, shows you hundreds of times calling the president a socialist. Po- do you even I'll know read your the columns difference? on the air. What, the policies are, look up the definition, my friend. They're socialists. By your definition, so were Ronald Reagan. What do American individual. Individualism can't Sharon. build roads. An individual... Go on, just start. Whoa. Get it all out. Get it Thank all you, out, Thank you, since please. the question was addressed to me. An individual can't build a school or assemble an no, army no or a navy. the army. So, so we can agree that show, the government you, is good for that. Yes. Yes. Fine. On your show... A fire department. Good idea or bad idea. You're getting so worked up, Sharon. I'm afraid you're going to start shooting light out of <laughs> Good idea or bad idea on the fire department. Or... A private fire department that only comes to your burning house if you pay your monthly fire bill. I am more than happy to pay for the fire department. I am not happy to pay for a painting that I don't want to look at. poetry no. I don't want- Brought up You've almost religiously avoided stating or even implying a political allegiance. Is that because, as a news? No, that's not it. Hold on. Here
0: she is. More, and this is for all three of you. Can you say, in one sentence or
1: less, what? <laughs> um, you know what I mean. Can you say why America is the greatest country in the world?
2: <laughs> Diversity and opportunity. Lewis. Uh, freedom and freedom. So let's keep it that way. Well, the New York Jets. (laughs) No, I'm going to hold you to an answer on that. What makes America the greatest country in the world? Well, Lewis and Sharon said it, diversity and opportunity and freedom and freedom. I'm not letting you go back to the airport without answering the question. Well, our Constitution is a masterpiece. James Madison was a genius. The Declaration of Independence is, for me, the single greatest piece of American writing. You don't look satisfied. One's a set of laws, and the other's a declaration of war. I want a human moment from you. What about the people? Why is America... Not the greatest country in the world, Professor. That's my answer. You're saying... Yes. Let's talk about, fine, but Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it accounts for a penny out of her paycheck, but he gets to hit you with it anytime he wants. It doesn't cost money, it costs votes. It costs airtime and column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so smart, can they lose a... Always. Hey. And with a straight face, you're gonna tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. So 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is there is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four labor force and number four in exports we lead the world in only three categories number of incarcerated citizens per capita number of adults who believe angels are real and defense spending where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined 25 of whom are allies now none of this is the fault of a 20 year old college student but you nonetheless are without a doubt a member of the worst period generation period ever periods so when you ask add- so yeah mm.
0: um so, yeah, like, when we talk about things like this, and I think this is as political I can ever get, because I I do believe in what most people say with political with politics is you can ruin friendships, you can ruin marriages, and you can ruin family. Yeah. <clears throat> um, But in reality, though, I, I I actually agree with that. And granted, this show is based all on one person's opinion. Yeah. And that's what I actually enjoyed about it. It was nice seeing somebody else's opinion from somebody that I had never met. Yeah you know but then you start looking up statistics and actually that part is semi-true we are not the greatest as we used to be we mm-hmm. can be we can honestly be phenomenal and we can change the rules and we can bring back the festivals for with the meanings yep thank like you and i were saying so yeah i mean in reality though what does really make us great
1: yeah it's it's our delusion that we still have maintained this mantle of like they're saying with like our biggest things are freedom and all these things that we believe but their values that are held all around the world mm-hmm. and we're not even the best defender of them in our yeah. own culture
0: exactly so i mean like it's a fin- like i said it's uh it's been a very interesting road i mean i try to keep up with the time zone at least with the news and things like that but the fads or the whatever trends that children come up with like I only keep an ear out on them because I have kids, and I kind of want to know what trends are the good and the bad. Yeah. But when it comes to literally our politics and stuff, I, hearing that monologue, like I said, the day that I heard that monologue, I actually called up my husband, I was like, we got to watch this show. I was like, this is phenomenal.
1: Yeah.
0: And he was like, what is it? And I was like, again, it's called The Newsroom, it was on HBO, and things like that. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was definitely really good. Hey guys, just give us a little bit and we'll be right back.